0: Welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Anthony Chang, our heat beat writer here at the Herald. What's going on, Anthony?
1: Nothing much. Uh, uh, at home, not in the bubble, but we do have someone that is in the bubble.
0: Yes. Uh, joining us this week, and, and maybe he'll be joining us quite a bit over the next uh, couple of months here, is the Associated Press's Tim, don't call him bubble boy, Reynolds. Tim, what's going on?
2: I'm taking very shallow breaths because I don't know if it's, I don't know if it is a bubble or not. So I'm not taking any chances.
0: Yeah. Very shallow breaths. Yeah. We were talking right before Anthony took a, a second to get on. We were talking before that they, they're not technically calling it a bubble. So we're not sure about the legality of referring to it as a bubble. We don't want to get, <laughs> we don't want to get sued for libel. It's, it's
2: yeah, we, don't, we don't need, we don't need the bubble attorneys coming after us. It's, <laughs> scientifically speaking, it's not a bubble because not everyone here is in for the duration. Some people are coming in halfway. Some people are leaving halfway. I'm not even sure if I'm here the whole time. Like, we're working that out. Um, or do I leave and come back? But the Disney workers, they come in and out, kind of, some of them at least. So it's not – it's it's bubble-ish. I'm not sure it's technically a bubble, but it's bubble-ish. So we'll go with that.
1: Not to be confused with bubble
2: or Double Bubble, which, by the way, I bought, a, I bought a bag of just to, you know, for basically for no other reason than like photo props while I'm here. <laughs> and, of course, I
0: forgot it. <laughs> I'm picturing a true bubble would have to be like uh, the Gungan City in, in Star Wars Episode One, like a true bubble. Um, all right. So we got you on this week because, like we said, you are in the bubble. You're one of the few writers in there. Um, you have been there, what, you, uh, you said since Sunday, right? I've been here 74 days,
2: I think, since <laughs> Sunday. Since Sunday, I believe. Since Sunday, a...
0: and you have been in your room the whole time.
2: I cannot leave my room for seven days. I get sprung supposedly at 11:59 a.m. Sunday, and if they're not here by 12:02 to cut the quarantine wristband I have on, if they don't have, <laughs> they're not here by 12:02. I'm calling that snitch hotline, and I'm reporting (laughs) everybody, and I'm I'm shutting this thing down.
0: Reporting Adam Silver.
2: Two two questions, Tim. Two questions on this. Um,
1: I've I've actually had like three pages of questions to ask (laughs) you, but on this specific uh, quarantine you're in, I thought you could leave the room to be tested. How do you get tested
2: then? Do you stay in the room or how does that work? So originally we were going to be walked to a testing location. Um. They changed that. I don't know when or why, but I, the first couple of days I was getting a test, you know, basically I get four knocks a day on the door. (laughs) One is saying breakfast is here. One is saying lunch is here. One is saying dinner is here. And the fourth one is testing. The first couple of days I was getting tested at like 10 o'clock at night. And then they've changed it to like three o'clock in the afternoon. So I literally stand in the doorway. There are three people in full PPE, gowns, gloves, masks, and visor. And there's an NBA staffer with them to just sort of confirm that I'm me, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then it's they're only there for maybe a minute. I get um, a swab in my mouth on the right side, left side, and in the back of the throat, kind of like in one big circular motion. And then they take a second swab go in one nostril go in the other nostril they don't um it's not the really deep invasive one this one maybe goes like an inch um i would call it minimally invasive but i still wince every single time because i'm just fearing the worst but it's it's a very very easy very quick process
1: Second question, what is the first thing you're going to do?
0: That was going to be my question.
1: When that time hits, I'm sorry, David. (laughs) What's the first thing you're going to do when you're out of the room?
2: I'm probably going to kiss the ground, but I'll probably do it without a mask on, contaminate myself and get sent back to quarantine, (laughs) is my guess. I I don't, my guess is that I will, I, I will definitely do something silly of a photographic nature and tweet it and then I'll get yelled at for it and delete it. And then I'll go to practice. Like, I I don't know what I'll do. Like, I do know this next Sunday night. Whatever the biggest ribeye I can get my hands on at Disney, wherever that will be, that that's going to be consumed Sunday night. I, I will tell you that much, but I will, I'm changing hotel rooms. They haven't told us where we're going. We're staying in the same hotel. Just, there's a lot of different buildings in this resort. So, I'm changing rooms, I'm unpacking again, and then I'm going to do what you would do or what David would do. I'm going to go to work. I mean, that's just what you do. So, um, I have a couple of things, like a couple of fun things planned for later. Um, I guess I can kind of get into one of them later on when we get talking about heat stuff, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be very excited. And I'm going to stand outside for about five minutes, but it's going to be like 137 degrees, as it always is in Orlando on a July afternoon. And then I'll go right back to the air conditioning and get back at it.
0: How close are you to a castaway type situation? So, so when is the when is the basketball getting painted?
2: So true story, my basketball is here. Um, I'm looking at it right now. And also, they bring you like you know those that AT and T commercial with that Willie. You know, that lily person? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: And how she puts googly, googly eyes, eyes on things yeah. and makes them her friends. So when I was unpacking breakfast yesterday, they give you two hard-boiled <laughs> eggs most morning. And they come in this little egg carton of two. Like, the, you know, we get the 12 egg carton mm-hmm. when you buy dozen eggs. This is a clear plastic egg carton holding two eggs. And if you leave it in a glass refrigerator, for example, and then you open the glass refrigerator, it looks like two eyes looking at you. So, yeah, I'm definitely slipping mentally in that regard. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I do have talks with the basketball uh, to sort of get me through.
1: One, another one from me. And I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not the one, I'm not one to be saying criticize the food. Be, you know, these people are working hard, cooking for a lot of people. But how is the food?
2: Um, hit or miss. You know, it's... uh. It reminds me of college. Okay. It's like basic. It's basic. That's what it kind of looked like big. to
0: me when they were like showing these uh, trays of food that supposedly were so bad. I was like, yeah, it's dining hall food.
2: It's dining hall food. It's what it is. Yeah. It's probably what it is. Like, I'll say this. Like, you know, a couple of days ago for lunch, they brought French onion soup and mac and cheese. It cannot go wrong with French onion soup and mac and cheese. And they were both fine. Like, this morning I got a breakfast sandwich with a slice of tomato on it. And tomatoes should crunch. It just shouldn't. So I don't think that was such a good plan. Um, they're working. Look, they're, they're feeding I don't even know how many people. Um, we're in quarantine. They're bringing us, I, I will say this, they bring an enormous amount of food with hopes that you're going to find something that you like. Um, once we get out of quarantine, it will get much better um it's pretty basic all prepackaged. I-, I did last night i don't even know what dinner was so i i confess i i went on the myers leonard menu and and ordered a couple of things um for dinner which you can order you can order room service at night you just can't order it for breakfast or lunch which is kind of strange but whatever um you know it's fine they, they keep the cost down and um, I mean, they, they're, they're, I, I keep getting the cost uh, by not having me do room service three times a day. They're, you can tell they're trying. The NBA checks in with us like two or three times a day on uh, is it okay? And, and like, you just don't want to complain because what's the point? There's no point to complaining. It's fine. It's not great. It's, it's fine. All
1: right. And how about, okay, another one. Marcus all brought an espresso machine, Myers Leonard brought his entire PC setup. What did Tim Reynolds bring that's different? Like what what did you bring? You're like, I can't I can't be two, or three months without this thing. Is there something?
2: Yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, I'm sure I'm gonna get into it. Well I already have. I mean I've already said it. Um I can't travel I can't go on a long trip without my basketball. I just can't. All so right. I, I, I have, I have a real Spalding game ball sitting here and it's, <laughs> it's just,
0: is there going to be somewhere where you can, can cool. get shots up? Like obviously there's a lot of courts in town okay. these so days. I'm like after today because I, I am trying to
2: like plan for a life again when I get sprung, Uh huh. I am okay. told, that there is no outdoor court anywhere here, and I don't know if they're going to let me use the practice court. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm going to do, <laughs> but I I think typically what I do like a lot of times like when I go for walks like when I'm at home and just I'm going to go for a walk, and you know as you you know as everyone knows I'm you know I'm pretty much like a low level marathoner like extremely low level. And if a marathon was half a mile, like that's, that's where I'm at, but I like taking the basketball on a walk. I find, you know, if I'm going to do a little bit of jogging, the basketball just makes it go so much faster. Um, So I think the basketball and I are probably going to hit the walking trails um, at Disney quite a bit, but I don't know if shots are going to get up at all um, while I'm here, which is definitely tragic. And may- maybe Jimmy Butler will hear about this and send, and send me a, basket, you a hoop like, yeah. the hotel. <laughs> and, uh, and Much like Tyler Hero, it will probably take me nine hours to put together as well.
1: <laughs> um, anything surprised you so far? I know you haven't been out of the room, but from arrival, I know the, the arrival is pretty interesting, right? If, you're, if we've talked about this a little bit um, outside of the podcast, obviously. But what was the arrival like, and kind of? Get you know, getting your things together and, and leaving your car, um, basically for months. Like it's kind
2: of weird. Well, it was a little different for me because I drove here. For the people that flew here, you know, like the NBA thought of everything in that. Like right, you were met at the airport. There was the little NBA NBA placard with your name on it. Um, and then they brought you here. Then you go through a check in. You you bypass the front desk entirely. Everything's on the app. Everything's on the Disney app. No Marriott points for this, which is sad. I don't know if I'm getting Disney points. I don't even know if Disney points exist,
1: but That's why that's why I didn't go, Tim. No Marriott points, I can't go. It's brutal.
2: Brutally <laughs> not there. So I drove up and hit like I can usually make I can even make Orlando from my house in maybe I don't know, 250, maybe three hours. Like, it's not, I mean, keep in mind, I live in the northern part of the county. You know, it's, I think I can get to Amway in just about three hours on the dot. It took like four and a half hours to get up here someday because I hit so many just torrents of rain, just awful rain. So it took forever. I get here, and that took like another hour to go like the last quarter mile once I get to Disney because security is really, really tight here. And, you know, I think they had a suspicion that a 46-year-old guy probably wasn't an NBA player, but I'm trying to go where they're going. So there were several checkpoints, I think three of them, that I had to go through just before I could go into the big convention hall to get my magic band, my magic... Pass magic band thing, which will be the key to everything literally here at Disney. Um, and a couple other things I needed that I was able to actually drive to the building where my room is. Um, there's several buildings here at Coronado Springs. I was able to drive to the one where I'm at and then unloaded the car, brought the stuff up, called NBA security and said, I surrender my keys. And they came like five minutes later, and that's when they took my car keys, and that's when quarantine started.
0: I'm just, obviously, you're probably going to have a better idea, like, next week, once you're, like, out and about and get to live, like, kind of your normal life. But just, like, what, like, when you kind of figured out you were going to be doing this, just what what goes through your mind? This is obviously, like, a one-of-a-kind thing for anyone, but, you know, you're you're obviously one of the very few in there. Were, were you excited? Were you, like, ugh, were, 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 were you... Where were you at a couple of weeks ago? Where are you at now? Where are you expecting to be in a week?
2: I think in a week I'll be better (laughs) because in a week it will be, you know, there's going to be exhibition games.
0: Yeah. It'll be busy. I guess
2: I'll be able to be, I'll be able to be around people. Like it's still very bizarre to be reporting and writing and have no feel for anything. like, I mean, as we're taping this, it's, what, today's Wednesday,
0: right?
2: Yep. I literally meant that. Today is Wednesday? Yes, yeah. So I'm watching the Inter-Miami Philly match. Which is also. happening,
0: what, like a mile away from you or something? It's happening, I don't, it's happening like, it has to be within a mile
2: of, of, of the pillow where my head was was laying at that time. And I don't know where it was. I couldn't go. I didn't know which direction it was. Like, it's so strange to be here and be totally cut off from the world in, in so many ways. Obviously, we have the web and, you know, whatever. That part to me is weird. I think next week when I'm able, if I want to, if I want to go see something i can't i can go to practice I mean, th- one of the advantages of being in this group is i can go to practice i can go to shoot arounds yeah. the people who will be watching from covering it from home from their home city won't have that opportunity um i don't know if it's a blessing or a curse i really don't but at least i'll, be, I'll feel like i'm i feel like i i'm going to feel as though i know more next week because i'll be able to see things i'll be able to talk to some people I mean, so much of reporting is just being around, you know, you never know who you're going to bump into. Like, I can't go into the team hotel. I can't hang out in the hotel lobby and wait for this person or that person or whatever, but you'll have more of a, you just have more opportunities to report. So next week I'll be better off than I am now. What I first thought, I'll be honest. My first thought was I'm not going. (laughs) And it wasn't because I'm not doing this. It was, I don't know if it's fair to my wife. I don't know if it's fair to anybody. Like it, it, it's, I, I mean, and w- w- look, we take take our take what we do for a living out of this for a minute. Eric Spolstra, Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, Spam Adebayo, even Tyler Hero, all extremely well compensated for what they do. <laughs> like they are, they're yeah. all extremely well paid for what they do. But this is still. Like so hard, you know, it's you're asking people to leave their families and their lives behind for three months. Yes, they're paid well, but nobody signed up for this. So it's you wonder if it's worth it. But then there's that part of you as a journalist that's like, you know what? Whatever happens here, whether it's good or bad, it's going to be historic. So I may as well be the one.
0: Yeah, you, you also um, get but, that perspective that you're talking about, where you at least kind of have, you know, it's like I was saying, it's something no one has really experienced ever, anything like this. Um, and, you know, when Anthony and I are writing from afar, you know, we get that they're in a weird circumstance, but you're actually going to have a kind of a better sense of what what it's actually like on the ground, what it's like to be away from home for two plus months. Um, I mean, I think
2: it's, it's what you make of it, though, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Again, first thing, there's things that, that definitely, there's, there's, There's advantages to covering a game that you're present for, yes. But you also see more. I mean, it it, it doesn't mean – I don't think it's the advantage people think. And and there's been so much – there's a little bit of envy. There's a little bit of jealousy, I think, that goes on in our field sometimes. There's definitely FOMO. There's no question there's full-blown FOMO going on. I don't think this is I think younger me, I think 20 years ago I would've been like I'm here look at me this is great. As you get older you realize it's just it's just the job. But there'll be things that Anthony sees at the games that he's not present for when he's watching on TV. There'll be things he sees that I don't and there'll be things that I see here that he won't. And that's why I think it's in a way I think this is a really fun time because if anthony and i are sitting next to each other in 107 or 109 wherever we sit at heat games i don't even remember where i don't remember what the section is 106. 106. Well, <laughs> see i didn't know maybe i never knew when we're sitting there next to each other we see the same things i mean right. basically 99 times out of 100 we see the same things anthony's going to have a very different perspective of heat games than i'm going to have i'm going to have a very different different perspective of heat games here than he will have watching some of them at home i think that's kind of fun for readers because if they read my story, they read Anthony's story, or whatever, the score will be the same. The quotes will probably be the same, but the perspectives are going to be really different. Because, and I, and I think in a weird way, that's that's good for the consumer of news. I think so. It, it, I, I think there are advantages to this for the people who aren't here too. I really believe that.
1: Matthew Tim, um, I guess you'll know more like when you get out of the room and you kind of see how things work, but. What is, like, what is allowed? Like, I know, I, I guess I heard somewhere that the media hotel was connected to one of the team hotels, and there's some shared areas there, and even, like, a a, a food area, too, like, p- players will go through there. Like, is is our encounters, like, allowed between media and coaches and players um, as you walk through the hotels, or is that prohibited? Like, what, what are the rules on that from what
2: you understand? So, from what I understand, there are three hotels that are hosting players. As I understand it, I am in one of the hotels. I'm at one of the resorts that is also hosting players. I don't think my where I can go and where they can go, I don't think they're the same. I don't think I'm going to be seeing Bam in the Starbucks line in the morning. Like, I really don't. Um, I don't think there's going to be... I may be wrong, but the way I understand it, I don't think there's gonna be opportunities to say, hey, Spo, it's an off day, let's get together for let's get together for a glass of wine at the hotel bar tonight at nine. I don't think I go where they go. I, I don't think that's allowed. Um, what I can do is I get to be present at practice. I get to be present, I mean not all of them. I mean there's still the rules about how many how much practice you can see. I get to be present at shoot arounds. Which, by the way, not many teams are going to have here because a lot of the games are at 1, <laughs> 2, and 3 o'clock in the afternoon. One thirty, yeah. And yeah. There's going to be a lot of days where teams just don't have shoot around. I don't think the Orlando Magic are scheduled to have one shoot-around. Oh. Unless they make the well, no, no, they're going to make the playoffs. But I don't think they're scheduled to have one shoot-around because all their games are early.
1: uh aside, aside to, to that, like uh, I would imagine that most teams won't even practice once games start just because there's so many games. Um, That's the other thing. In a
2: tightly packed span. It's, it's going to be, you know, going to be a lot of optional practices, I think, <laughs> yeah. going on. which is why it's really important to come out of here on Sunday and take advantage of those 10 days. For sure. And, then, yeah. and uh, the season opener. Because that really might be all the access you get. Yeah. I mean, me, I mean, everyone knows, well, you guys know, I shouldn't say everyone knows. I mean, yes, I'm based in Miami. Yes, I cover the heat. But You know, I also have a national role as well for for what we do at AP. So I'm not just going to go to 10 heat practices. Um, You know, tonight I'm writing about Jamal Crawford. I'm going to write LeBron stuff while I'm here. I'm going to write Kawhi while I'm here. I'm going to write Celtics stuff while I'm here. I'm going to write Magic while I'm here. And heat. So there's going to be a lot of places to hit in those 10 days. And I'm probably going to be pretty tired when this thing starts. And if there's no practices for a couple of days and just games for a little bit, I might be okay with that. I might need a little break because I'm probably going to be running around like a madman for those 10
0: days. All right. So you obviously, you probably haven't gotten kind of like the the scoops in terms of like what's going on around the bubble with every, like with the players. What are you uh, kind of like hoping to find out about when, once you get out of there? You're going to be the boots on the ground. What What are you kind of most curious about? Um about bubble life for, for an NBA player. So
2: there's like some little scoopage going on, but I'm we'll, sure there's we'll, a little we'll, bit. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um so one of my one of my favorite editors, and and maybe the toughest editor I ever had told me something that's always stuck with me. Write what you see. I just want to look around. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's here because I don't know. I mean, I've been to the NBA Finals like ten times. We know how that goes. We, we've, you know, Anthony's been to All Star Media Day. It's it's awful. It's <laughs> truly horrible to cover. There's 57 million people in a space the size of of a standard envelope. I mean, it's here. It's going to be a lot more spread out. And so I, I'm curious to see what this is like and and be the eyes and ears for readers. I, I don't know what the scoopage is is going to be. I think obviously there's going to be a news story every single game here with, well, why isn't he here? And mm-hmm. do we yeah. assume that he has it? There's going to be a lot of that going on. Um, I think also, I think things are going to ch- I think, I think, Momentum in series. Once we get to the playoffs, I think momentum is going to shift really quickly. Because if a guy sprains an ankle and can't play for three or four days, he might miss three games. That's half a playoff series. Yeah, it's going to be so unusual and so rapid fire, and and there's going to be. I know the league always has games every single night in the playoffs. There's going to be drama every night from July 30th until October 13th. There just is because they're going to squeeze so much in. And, you know, these eight seeding games, yeah, they don't mean much to the Heat. The Heat are in the playoffs. I mean, it means a lot as far as where they are in the bracket. But the Heat aren't going to be fighting for their lives necessarily. Those six teams out West, they're going to be. They're going to be fighting for their lives. Milwaukee and L.A. are going to clinch the one seeds really, really quickly here. What's going to be their motivation to play? It, it's There's yeah. going to be so many teams that don't have a lot to play for, but so many teams that are playing for everything that I, I, there's just going to be, there, like I said, there's going to be drama every night. And, and I want to find a way to take in all of it. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I'm probably able to, but I'm going to try.
1: I, I think that's an interesting point you make, because like so much has been made about the Heat having a tough um, eight-game seating schedule. And it is tough, but it's so hard to judge, right? Because who knows what those teams will look like at that point you know I, I guess in those two Indiana games at the end will be interesting obviously because they'll be they should be fighting for um you know fighting in the standings but like Milwaukee and I mean who know, who knows what be honest we even play in that game like so it's really hard to judge like what those seeding games will look like I think
2: I think teams are spending these training camps right now reinventing themselves for august 17th i, I think I, I think yes july 30th is the first night of games that's great the season's finally back i get it it's a big deal most of the teams here do not care about july 30th or july 31st or august 1st whenever they're starting they care about game one of round one on august 17th or 18th and that's what teams are putting in wrinkles for. That's why, you know, team, every team is changing an offense, changing a defense, changing a lot of them right now to get ready for that. So not only do we not know what the seeding games are going to look like, we're not really going to know what any team has up its sleeve for another month from, from where we are right now. So it, it's, I mean, the, the Heat games against Indiana, I know like everybody's in love with the Jimmy, TJ Warren storyline. Like I get it. I do. I understand. I promise you that game, those two games mean nothing to Eric Spolstra and mean nothing to Nick McMillan. They just don't. And if if it does mean anything in terms of seeding, especially if those two teams end up battling for fourth and fifth, literally all they're fighting for is who gets to wear a white uniform in game one. And I think think it being the five seed might actually get you a like two spots higher on the draft order so it might be better to be the five seed if you're going to be in the same bracket anyway so i I, i'm not i don't want i don't want to read anything into these seeding games for the most part especially from the teams that are already in it's no one's going to go crazy in those games unless they have to to save their season and that's basically just the teams out west
1: yeah
0: All right, uh, let's shift over to some more basketball talk as we kind of started pivoting to it there um, because the Heat, it, you know, it's, we're kind of in really like week two, week three of this where it's starting to feel like, you know, not normal because everything's on Zoom and obviously everything's in a bubble, but we're at the point where we're, you know, we're hearing from Heat players, Heat coaches every day um, as we kind of move closer to um, real games um just for both of you, I, I was kind of on vacation last week, so I was, I've been a little bit out of the loop, but you know there's been a, kind of a lot of different nuggets that have popped out. obviously a couple guys not there uh, right now um you know Jimmy Butler trying to potentially put no name on the back of his jersey as his statement um just what, what's kind of standing out to you guys so far? What, what are you most interested in that's kind of what what nuggets are kind of a uh, Intriguing you most of what's happened in the last couple of weeks here.
1: Well, for for me, I think um, like you mentioned, there's there's two players not there. First of all, and and you know, uh, Goron said that the team is without Bam and Kendrick. Um, but but for the most part, the roster is healthy. Like Tyler yeah. Hero um, says, he's a hundred percent. He's recovered from the ankle foot injury that he was that was bothering him before this the season was suspended. Myers Leonard is back at practice. He's um, close to 100%. Um, you know, and the hope is Bam and Kendrick will join the team at some point here in the next few weeks um, and be able to play in games. Um, and, and when they do have the full roster, it, I, I think like it, it's just, and that's been kind of what Eric Sposher has been talking about, um, just finding the right combination, finding the right rotation is going to be important. Um, and you could tell that, it's going to be, that depth is going to be an advantage for the Heat. Like, every player you talk to, every time you ask uh, spoke about it, he is emphasizing how important that depth is going to be during this, like, kind of crazy, unique time where, you know, a positive test could sideline a guy for a couple weeks or, or an injury just because of the four-month layoff. Like, there might be more more little injuries that, that occur when games begin. Um, that depth is going to be very important. And, and, and guys might not be able to play 30-plus minutes every game you know, in those seeding games just because they've been off for so long. So I would expect to see an extended rotation. I think the Heat are going to lean on their depth. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see 11 guys playing a game in those first eight. Like, I, I, I would not. So I think that's kind of the, the biggest thing I've taken away from this first week, just how much I
2: think the team is going to lean
1: on, on that depth, um, you know, when the season restarts.
2: Oh, I completely agree that you're going to see 11 – Eleven-man rotations. I mean, there might be a couple of games where he tries to simulate some yeah, sort of playoff,
0: playoff atmosphere. Minute. Yeah, and goes nine or ten.
2: I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be a big challenge on Spo. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about, yes, these guys are all well paid. I get that. Don't cry for them. It's a total first-world problem. I get it. But you know, he's leaving his wife and two small children at home three months
0: mm-hmm.
2: or you know if you're a Heat fan you hope three months it, it's going to be really really tough for him to figure out like I, I just want to know where his mind's going to be at after a month after six weeks not just Bo, everybody I mean literally everybody every coach is going to be in the same boat Where where's the focus going to come from it's going to be such a mental challenge to be locked in on your family not being here, and also trying to figure out what the rotations are going to be. And, and by the way, it's not just a heat thing. Like a lot of guys got healthy over this break, um, with the exception of everybody who plays for the Brooklyn Nets. It seems like a lot of teams are going to have the same situation of what do I do now? I got everybody back. Like i mean i'm sure anthony has heard this as well like as much as myers leonard says that he would have been ready for game one of the playoffs in april he he was not going to be ready for game one of the playoffs in april um now he is i mean suppose literally got he can do whatever he wants and he's got eight games to figure it out and, and try out combinations with everybody watching Without somehow not giving away what what it is he wants to do, like everyone's going to see what works. I mean, there are smart people in this league, so people will be able to figure out what Spo might be thinking as far as a playoff mix. Like it's to me, I I, I would bet, and I think I want to hear Anthony's opinion on this. I would bet that there's going to be games in those eight where Spo will simulate a closing unit. Because we all know that's what he's about. Right. He doesn't care about starts, It's about who closes. I wonder if he's going to pick, like, the end of a half or the end of a third quarter and say, okay, no matter what the score is, we're down seven with 125 to go. Let's see what this group does. I think you're going to see a lot of stuff like that from him. You're going to see a lot of, like, live live play experimentation. Yeah, no, I totally
1: agree. I, I, I Combinations
2: that we've never seen. Like, I think it's going to be, and heat Twitter going to be going crazy because it's going to be like, what is Spo doing? Why is Why is Kyle Alexander playing the point? I mean, I, I get it. Like, it, it's going to be stuff like that.
1: Wait, wait till KZ scores twelve points in five minutes. We'll watch what Heat Twitter does,
2: and then <laughs> I, you know, you don't need Giannis in 21. <laughs> we got KZ. We We're good. Um, I, told, I, totally, I totally agree. It's going to be a riot for these eight heat is, twi- it, it, oh, it, You know what? Let's not sell Heat Twitter short. And by the way, I, I do love the Heat Twitter.
0: I'm I excited do. for heat Twitter. heat Twitter. I miss them.
2: But... but they're not going to take the three exhibition games off either. Right? They're going to be going crazy in those three games too. So it's not just the eight. They're going to be going crazy for 11 <laughs> games before we get to the good stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, the closer we get to this actually starting, the more I I think this seems to be a pretty common sentiment that I think people are feeling is like, I, again, I get why they're doing eight regular season games. I get why they're 24 teams, but it just feels like we're so excited for this to start. And then it's going to start and we're going to be like, Oh, yeah, this doesn't actually really start for another two weeks in the playoffs. Yeah.
2: So, someone, I'm stealing this from somebody, but it's like we're mistaking the start of games for Christmas when, in fact, it's just like a week before Thanksgiving and Lexus just started running those Lexus, <laughs> no, December to remember ads. We got like 40 days before the good stuff starts after yeah. that. The The dog days of the seating games. I'm excited for those. <laughs> I can't believe we got a we can't we got a December to remember analogy on here, but it does make a lot of sense
0: when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, it, it feels like ultimately, again, I think too many games, too many teams, but I'm not gonna complain because if it like, I get why they're doing it. I'm glad they're doing it. Like, let's just make it work. Yep. I'm with you. What do you guys think of uh, Jimmy Butler's idea to not put a name on the back of his jersey?
1: Um, I thought it was, you know, it was. I think it's a creative way. It's different, obviously, than everyone else. I mean, most guys have, are gonna put a social justice message message on their jersey. I think the, what, there's like 17 or so as of last week that chose not to, and um, everybody on the Heat is wearing a message on their jersey other than Jimmy. Um, but I think Jimmy, uh, it seems like a well thought out idea. I would say, like he he said he he, he approves of the messages the NBA chose. And he likes the idea, but he just didn't want to. He didn't want to go that route, and he doesn't want to wear his last name either, um, just because he wants to kind of show that he's uni- you know he's 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 just like everybody else basically. Like he's no different than any other person of color. He he doesn't want to be singled out as Jimmy Butler. So I get it. You know whether it's approved by the NBA, that's another that's another question because obviously like you know there's a certain. Mm-hmm. Protocol with uniforms and jerseys and the way things are, um, but I, I think um, you know I, I think it's a, I think it's a novel idea. Like I think it's pretty pretty creative.
2: I I, I give him credit for creativity. I do. Um, as we sit here right now, and of course watch the news come out in like ten minutes that that he won his case or something. Yeah. I I, I don't I don't foresee. A scenario where the league allows him to play with nothing on the back. Um, Interesting. You know, there's a CBA.
0: Yeah.
2: There's agreements with Nike. Um, there are marketing elements. Um, there are marketing elements for the Heat, um, who like selling jerseys with the name Butler on the back. Um, it's one of the reasons why Jimmy Butler is going to make 140 million dollars over the next four years. <laughs> is that name on the back and what goes into selling those jerseys i i agree with anthony i thought it was really well thought out by him the argument he made not the argument that's the wrong connotation but, but the the point he made is that yes i'm a very wealthy black man who's recognizable in probably most parts of the basketball playing world because of what he what he does for a living you take that away he's just another person of color in this country and and i thought that was a really great point um now as we've seen from countless nba players like the brad beale story about being forced to sit on a curb and a police officer telling him that he'll mess up his sports center headline um you know just being in the nba doesn't um, automatically exclude players or athletes in general from the realities of the world today. And, and I do think that's the point Jimmy's trying to make. It's like, well, what if I was just a regular person of color in this country? I wouldn't have the same privilege, really, that, that he has now. And that's what I liked about it. And so I'm kind of hopeful I don't think I don't think they will go along with it. I'm kind of hopeful the NBA, at least maybe for those first four days during the first phase of this jersey um, program, I guess for lack of a better word, maybe they will let him play with just the twenty-two. I, I don't know if they're going to let it go throughout the rest of the season and the playoffs. But look, it, it's it's a strong statement and. And like with anything right now, he'll get criticized either for not using a statement or or for having his name or not having his name. We all know that there's no right answer right now, that there's criticism for everything. Um, I applaud LeBron and AD and the other players who were like, yeah, I don't think this is I don't think this is for me. Um, If there's anything we need to learn right now, it's respecting every opinion. You know, everyone who's everyone who's trying to really facilitate change in this world right now, there's no one way to do it. If Jimmy thinks this is the way it's going to help, I applaud him. If LeBron thinks not having the message and putting all of his energies into getting out the vote and those initiatives, I, I applaud him. If, if whatever the coaches are going to do, whether they kneel or whether whatever it is, look, none of it's going to hurt. So I, 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 like, like I said, like, like, like Anthony said, very well thought out. Might even be a little too much for the NBA to go along with though. One like, more thing on that. One more thing, real quick.
1: I, I did hear that the league is pushing back, like Tim said, hard on this. Like, I think they, like you said, it's a good idea, but it opens a door um, for other players to do this right. as well. So. I don't know if the league is going to end up allowing it, um, but I have heard that the league is, is pushing back on it. So, you know, we'll see.
0: Speaking of Jimmy Butler, uh, I think a good place to wrap up is with this uh, headline on MiamiHerald.com from earlier today. Legend of Jimmy Butler grows with quarantine workout story. Um, and I'll, I'll read a couple paragraphs from the story. According to a Tuesday night report on TNT's studio show, Butler went through a rigorous basketball workout in his hotel room at the Grand Destino Tower at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort during the heat's mandatory quarantine period upon arrival at Walt Disney World last week. The workout was so intense that it earned a disturbance complaint from another person at the hotel, which is housing only NBA players, coaches, and league personnel. This was reported by Yahoo Sports' Chris Haynes uh, as part of a TNT studio show. On Tuesday, uh, Chris Haynes says there was a loud thumping going on, so the security guard went over to investigate, found the room, knocked on the room, and who opened the door? It was Heat Miami Heat forward, Jimmy Butler, drenched in sweat with practice gear on from head to toe. He was dribbling a basketball throughout his room the whole time. Um, I believe Eric Spoelstra's quote about this was, that's why I love Jimmy. And uh, Jimmy never sleeps.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a legend of Jimmy Butler, right? I mean I'm not I'm not totally surprised. Like when I heard the story, I was just like, okay. I don't know. Like I I knew I, mean, I, knew, I assume you know, most guys were doing
0: yeah. some sort of workout in there, even if it was just yeah. like banging out some push ups or doing some sit ups. Right.
1: I mean you could say like you know maybe Jimmy should have been more considerate for the for their room under him instead of bouncing ba- a basketball at who knows what time. Um, knowing him, it was four in the morning. That would not have been good if that was the case. But it's just classic Jimmy. Like that's what he does. Like. He doesn't let time control or constrain his uh, workouts. He's not going to allow a quarantine to restrict him. So, um, yeah, I I believe it. Like I, I totally
2: could see it.
0: Tim, how close are you to uh, doing this kind of workout?
2: I have the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Forty eight yeah, hours.
2: On, I'm on. I'm on an upper floor. Um, I, I don't believe from from what I have been told. I um. From what I've been told, this was not a report to the NBA snitch line. Right. The um, snitch
0: line is just for guys leaving the premises, right? No, 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 no. There's a lot of snitch oh, okay. Lines. There's other stuff There's in there, there too
2: for guys not wearing masks. Oh, okay, um, yeah.
0: it's for COVID
2: stuff. It's for whatever. It's for it's for whatever <laughs> Twitter and apparently, as everybody on Twitter believes. Chris Paul, only Chris Paul, want to report on other players. Um, I I don't know how much of that story is completely authentic. Um,
0: I feel like that's like every Jimmy Butler story, though.
2: There's a healthy amount of skepticism among some people that I talked to today about it. I'm sure elements of it are true. I just don't know if it's quite as... I, I don't know if... I, I don't know if the NBA dribble cops were there or not. I'm I'm not like I'm sure something happened, and it's entirely possible that a security guard wanted to know what that noise was, so they went to check it out. I suppose that's possible. Um, my understanding was, and again, I do not know because I'm not over there yet. I'm not in that part of the world yet. My understanding was that not only were players going to be separated, like there's supposed to be nobody. There's supposed to be nobody on your walls, meaning no one in the room next to you on either side, no one in the room above you, no one in the room below you. That's what my understanding was. Now, maybe that's not the case. A lot of guys have suites in their contract. Maybe there aren't enough suites to go. I don't know. But my understanding was that you were not going to have anyone next to you, or immediately above or immediately below you when they laid this out that may have changed i do not know if that's the case or not so i'm not totally certain my i, I this was not from the snitch line but um a source told me today and my source is goran dragic <laughs> that goran dragic has ordered he, or before his wife and kids headed back to, to Slovenia, they're probably in the air as we're talking. Um, Goran wants to take advantage of the downtime up here, so he's going to learn how to play golf. And I am here to officially announce that I have been invited to play golf with Goran and UD uh, at some point during this. So I'm taking a day and doing that. And... We're going to have to, we will have to do a live emergency pod.
0: Yeah, from, from, from the because, course. Because
2: I was going to say, yeah. Because I've seen highlights of UD playing golf. And while I am clearly the the third best athlete of the three, I might be able to beat them both. I might <laughs> be able to win golf.
1: <laughs> UD's not very good, right?
2: I'm not. I mean, again, like I've, I've played a long time, but I'm terrible. But I think I'm better than UD. I think I'm better than UD at golf. So, and Goran's just learning. But Gor- Goran said he doesn't want to play with, like, Andre because Andre's too good. Like, he's already figured out that you can't play golf with people who are better than you. Um, he had no problem um, saying if I want to play because I don't think he expects very much. Um, but so I'm, I'm just hoping that we don't get any noise complaints called on us for all the profanity that UD and I will probably be um, – next tolling on the golf course, uh, during that round, you have to, you have to document that. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, it's that's... going to be hilarious.
0: I'm, I'm only half joking when I say we need to record a live pod from out on the course. We'll, we'll figure something out. We got to get the, we need a, we need a full report at least.
2: This, this may become this, this may become, we, we may, this may have to be the foray into our video pods. <laughs> this, this may, we may have to go down that road.
0: All right, I think we can wrap things up there. Um, Tim, thanks for coming on. We're going to definitely have to get you back maybe next week once you're actually allowed to leave your room. And then definitely again once you get out on the golf course with uh, UD and Goran.
2: Can I just say something before we go? Sure. Am I allowed to opine for a moment before we go? Sure. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to. I'm a, like a, I mean, i Sort of make my living in stats. I see the numbers that the county's putting out. I'm petrified. So wear your masks. If you if you want to go to heat games next year, please wear your masks. This this ends my speech. Thank you, David. Continue.
0: All right, you can follow Tim on Twitter at by Tim Reynolds. You cannot follow him right now though because we're all black from tweeting. Um, but he will have lots of insights from inside the NBA bubble. Um, you can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. Uh, he will have lots of insights from outside the NBA bubble. Uh, so we've got you covered from all angles here on the Heat Check podcast. Um, thanks, as always, for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.